0: Good afternoon, you've reached Elmira and You, a podcast for the members and the friends of Elmira Baptist Church. Tomorrow is the first day of the second month of 2022. I'm Pastor Scott, welcome to the podcast. Today is Monday, January 31st. 2022. I hope you are finishing reading your book of Proverbs, reading the book of Proverbs. Our project has been to read the 31 chapters of Proverbs in the 31 days of January, and I have benefited enormously. As I mentioned yesterday, I want us to read God's word so that our hearts burn within us. As those two disciples who walked to Damascus with Jesus, unsuspectingly with Jesus, said after he left, did not our hearts burn within us when he walked with us, by the way, and talked with us? And We want our time in God's word each morning, our time in prayer, to be not just time, not just a checkbox. We want to meet with Jesus and know that we have met with him. Well, let's take a look at the book of Proverbs, Proverbs 19 and verse 14 today, Proverbs 19:14, And I'll have a few more here from the book of Proverbs here in the month of February, a few more devotionals from the book of Proverbs here in the month of February. Proverbs 19:14 says this, House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. The second part of that, a prudent wife is from the Lord, boy, isn't a prudent wife a blessing? I personally thank the Lord for the prudent wife that he's given to me. But I want to focus on the first half of that verse, house and riches are the inheritance of fathers. What inheritance are we leaving to our children? Are we prioritizing our own good over the good of our children? You say, what do you mean? Well, for me, and I owe these thoughts to a a, a journalist, Janie B. Cheney, but for me, it's become apparent that many of us are prioritizing our own best interests, our own benefits over what's good for children. Here in the recent pandemic, the state of California chose to suspend school, in-person school, for almost a year and a half. Private schools met, private schools found a way to meet, but public schools couldn't even find a way to meet. We were concerned, and there's a real concern here, that the schools would become vectors of transmission for the COVID virus. But the lockdown of these children and teens has had its own results. Let me mention some to you. These are some that people I know have seen Uh, in their schools, teachers in local schools here in California. Some of these I found online as I've done reading about the news. And some of these are the ones that Janie B. Cheney mentioned. But there's increasing mental mental health issues among children. One article I read pointed out that many children now see themselves as vectors of transmission for disease. One girl was concerned if she took off her mask that she might kill someone. Now, yes, it's possible that a person removes their mask if they're infected even asymptomatically and passes on the COVID-19 virus to someone else. And that person could, I suppose, die. The chances of that happening are extremely slim. But this girl had heard it so many times that she was afraid to take off her mask. Can you imagine what that would do to a person's mental health? At some point, you've got to take that mask off. Violence among children. Is increasing. One teacher in a local school district mentioned two preteen children who got in a fight with each other. And I asked if they were enemies. She said, no, they're friends. They're just under a lot of stress right now. Vandalism. Vandalism. Another person in public schools here in California mentioned that they now have a bathroom monitor, they don't stand in the bathroom but they only allow one child to go into the bathroom at a time, and after that child exits, before they let the next child in, the bathroom monitor must go in, the adult must go in, and make sure there's no vandalism, because so many, this would have been middle school students, were vandalizing the bathrooms. There's a disrespect, an increasing disrespect for authority from children, and perhaps some of this disrespect comes from the truth that Adults are prioritizing their own safety over the best interests of children. And so Mrs. Cheney puts it this way, have we accepted more harm to children in exchange for less harm to adults? I think it's a question that we need to consider. But it's not just the pandemic. If it was only the pandemic, we could sort of say, well, we're not always sure how to deal with things and that's just the way we chose to deal with it. Think about no-fault divorce. No Fault Divorce got to start right here in California. And No Fault Divorce says that the happiness of adults, of a husband and wife, of a mother and a father, their happiness is more important than the best interests of children. We know now, decades after No Fault Divorce began, that divorce is intensely harmful for children, very harmful for children. No-Fault Divorce allows two adults to say, hey, this is just not working for us. We're not happy in this relationship. Whatever happens to the kids happens and move on. How about Roe versus Wade, where the interests of the mother are put before the life of her child? Now, are there medical reasons that some children are aborted? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I know this. That's not a vast majority of cases. Most times that a mother chooses to end the life of her child in the womb is because there is some personal interest and the child is going to get in the way of that personal interest. So Roe versus Wade puts the interests of the adult far in front of the interests of the child. It puts the interests of the adult in place of the life of a child. But how about massive national debt and massive personal debt that ensures that our children will pay the bill for our own prosperity. We are now over $20 trillion in debt as a nation. And if you are at retirement age or beyond, it's unlikely to affect you. But if you're in high school today, you're very likely to have to pay that. And it won't take long for children to figure out, wait a minute, wait a minute, all this prosperity the United States has experienced for the last few decades, I'm going to pay for that? Because we've put the interests of adults ahead of the interests of children. I know parents who encourage their children to take on student debt. Now, that's a whole different story, but these children are taking on massive amounts of student debt. Tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases. And then when they graduate, they're finding out that they don't make what their parents make. That's not how economics works. Sometimes a student is headed for the ministry, pastor, Christian school teacher, missions, and they're taking on huge amounts of debt, tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt, and they're going to end up in careers that are very limited economically. But again, it's easy for the parents. Go ahead. We can't help you. Go ahead and take on some debt. Are we placing the interests of adults ahead of the interests of children? I would like to you to give that some thought. It's important to me. Because here it says in Proverbs that houses and riches are the inheritance of fathers. We ought to be leaving things to our children, not taking things from them, and certainly not taking life from them. This has been Elmira and you for Monday, January 31st, 2020. I hope that you will join us Wednesday as we meet at 7 o'clock for a time of Bible study and prayer. We also meet on Sundays, 945, 11 o'clock, and again at 5 o'clock in the evening. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. You can join me again tomorrow for another edition of Elmira and You, And don't forget to read the final chapter of Proverbs today.